Okay, it took a lot of work, but this time, we finally got rid of them. No more straight people. Thank God. Queer's only for Pride Month. Hey, guys! Hi, Emma. Uh, Emma! Hey, I read Yowie, too! Oh. Everyone go home. Welcome back to Team Code Red on air. Welcome. The, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything. And if you couldn't guess, this is our annual Pride special um, because we did it last year. So we're doing it again this year. And if you are watching on YouTube, then you can see that we have a very fun rainbow colored background. Um, we had a Weezer one before, but that's because we were celebrating Incel Month last month. So we just hadn't changed it up yet. <laughs> As usual, I am I am the proud proud mama Mixcode Red Leaf, and uh, today I'm joined with the lovely Incarone, Goldam, Tangerine, and Spooky Bro. Yeah, gay rights. Yes, queen. <laughs> Let's get a shout out to um, Bertram real quick. I forgot his actual name, so that's on. Oh, uh, it's um. Feel like it. His last name's Chamberlain. Kevin Chamberlain. Kevin Chamberlain, yeah. So, yeah, um, obviously today we're going to be talking about all things Pride, just like we did last year, because uh, we deserve a little recognition here and there. Because um, most of us, except for Emma, are loud and proud, and we just we want to embrace that for a little bit. Um, so, once again, my name is Leaf. We're just going to introduce ourselves. We'll tell you, tell you about ourselves, what labels and stuff we use that we're comfortable sharing, of course. Um, so, again... For the final time, thank God, my name is Leaf. I use she, her pronouns, they, them pronouns, and also zier pronouns, if you want to be really fun and spicy. I am bisexual. I am... Actually, don't ask me about my gender. I don't... I'm not totally sure yet. I don't think I was sure last year either. Um, but, you know, we're getting there. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there. I'm somewhere on the spectrum of between non-binary and, um, and, and lady. So, we're something there. I'm also polyamorous, but that's a fun whole story that we can talk about later. And I am also the best. True. True. Oh, oh, stop you. Yeah. <laughs> Debatable. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh... Now, uh, tell us about yourself, Tangerine. My name is Tangerine. There is known as Erin. <laughs> no, not today. Not during Pride Month. Um, I use she, her pronouns. And I am bisexual. I have been bisexual since I was a young lass. Classic. Actually, that's not true. I was. I thought I was pansexual until like grade seven, and then I was oh, like, been there, been there. No, no, no. I like the bi flag better. <laughs> yeah. <that's valid. laughs> no, in in all honesty, bisexual is just like. Just suited me better, I think, but I did, I, I do enjoy the the pride flag better. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. I'm a simplistic, simplistic little one. Teehee. Alright, Emma, tell us about you and your queer labels. Well, I am straight. I'm here for support. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my pronouns are she, her. Uh, and that's basically it. I'm just here for support. Thanks. Yeah, Where would we be without our token straight? Okay. Well, there's. I'm the white the knight. 
Can we just get a quick show of hands? <laughs> who who thought Emma was not straight when she first joined? Me. I've known Emma since kid since like what kinder senior kindergarten, and yeah. I'm still not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I, I, Aaron, I remember the night I think that you and I recruited Emma. We were talking about it, and I was like, "Wait, is is Emma straight?" And we were we were like discussing it, and you were like, "I'm pretty sure we probably kissed at some point." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> classic. Classic. Very classic. I made no assumptions. Smart. <laughs> so we're gonna assume everything about you in Corona. Yeah. Yay. Uh, uh, use he, they, it. I'm bi, but I'm asexual, sex repulsed, asexual. And as far as romantic attraction, that's one that's a bit more confusing because there's too many labels, so it gets confusing as to which one is technically the correct one. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> feelings, like, feelings be like that. There's aromantic, which is little to no attraction. That does it, it does not mean exclusively no attraction. Same thing with asexual. It's little to no sexual attraction. Uh, I fall in the little attraction. Small, tiny attraction. You know, just about the size of Didi. Um, little uh, attraction as a treat. <laughs> or for the romantic spectrum, but at the same time, I need a... An emotional bond in order to have romantic feelings so i don't know if that's if that counts as demi-aromantic or just straight up aromantic because it's very rare that i feel romantic attraction it's mm. only happened twice one of them was me right anyway like no. <laughs> what <laughs> no what did hear she say anything that nothing, nothing. Here. <laughs> okay is that your piece ryan or is it connor's turn connor yeah, I don't know, yeah, but I'm yeah. playing Breath of the Wild. That should say enough. Oh. <laughs> During podcast time, young man? Hey, look, I need something to keep my focus. Yeah, I'm playing playing Are you being ableist? I turned uh, off my Mario bros for this. <laughs> I'm as dedicated. Just <laughs> I'm drawing Kaiba. So. Of okay, course but. you are. Hey, it's for, it's for, it's Team Code Red related. Discussing. So Discussing. Okay, Connor, tell us about yourself. Um, I'm anti-noun. Right, anti-noun, super straight, homophobic, the whole bit, right? Yeah. Alright, cool. Thanks, buddy. Hey, look. We need some kind of representation in that area. Alright, mm -hmm. uh, my pronouns are he, they. I'm, I guess, biromantic, asexual would be the proper term. And, um, gamer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the most oppressed of minorities. Thank you for sh thank you for being brave enough to. <laughs> oh, it's nothing. It's a oh, real no struggle, problem. you know. <laughs> sure. Well, I think that's everybody. Unless I'm an awful person and I've forgotten Didi, who's <laughs> in the corner. Didi's in the corner, just really, really small. Yeah, she's about like <laughs> half a pixel. Yeah, she's just half a pixel. But that is that is us. That is all of us right now. Currently, um. Basically, everyone in TCR is on the LGBTQ spectrum in some capacity, again, except for Emma. <laughs> um, but she's cute, and we like having her around. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm starting to doubt it, honestly. <laughs> What's going on? Um, so I thought it'd be fun. Wow, that was a nice voice crack. <laughs> to um, just reflect on the last year and how um, if any of us have like explored 
parts of our identities, we could share that. I know I've been I've been like grappling with my gender identity for a hot second. I know some people here have had have had their own little identity arcs. But we've all changed quite a bit. Again, except for Emma. But uh, I, th- I thought that would yeah, be nice. Yeah, Emma, you exception. How dare you? <laughs> we're, we're waiting for Emma to come out. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> hey, I've definitely had those moments where I'm like, hmm, but I don't know. I'm pretty... I think I'm... Yeah, you were pretty. What? I... You guys hearing this? Yeah, okay. <sighs> I genuinely so don't fine. remember where my head was at last year because I haven't listened back to the podcast, but I'm pretty sure at the time I was... I think I was still just like strictly using the label non-binary and only using them in pronouns. So the she and the z kind of, they kind of crept their way up over the months. I don't remember what how it started, but I remember it, I, I I got sucked into the pipeline, and I'm just like dangling off the other side of it. It's how it gets you. My sexuality hasn't changed. I, I'm just I'm just hot, and I'm attracted to hot people. I can't really change that, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I actually, it's, I don't know, I feel like I didn't mention this last time, but I also went through the same thing as Aaron, where I formerly went by the label pansexual, and then realized I like the bicolors better, so. Yes! <laughs> um, but, but, but in actuality, the definition of bisexual also felt more right, yeah. um, because I know for a fact that I do see gender, because I'll see big, big hot woman, and I'm like, damn! And I see big hot men, and I'm like, damn, Connor! You know? Well, that's the other thing is I feel like I I feel like pansexuals and and bisexuals kind of uh, get their own bad rep in a way, especially by not to put pansexuals on blast, but especially like just in my experience growing up, you know, you would always see the pride posts and the definitions and it would I feel like bisexuals in particular get kind of a bad rep on the Internet comparably because every when you post about pansexuals, everyone's like, oh, uh, bisexuals have a preference and pansexuals don't care about gender and don't see gender and like while that is true I feel like it definitely a, a lot of people see that and kind of give bisexuals a, a bad rep because they're like oh it's kind of shallow in comparison but yeah um, in all in all truth like for anyone who's you know going through the two labels and considering like there is there is nothing wrong with having a preference at all and if you see gender and or you don't see gender then there's like there's nothing wrong with either of those it doesn't you know neither are are better than the other and both are equally valid and so i think that's part of what my struggle was growing up was i was like oh well like you know i i do definitely see gender because like i definitely you know i i would date a non-binary person i would date a woman i would date a man i would date anything in between but like in truth i do see like gender and i do have a preference for certain genders over the other and it's like even though i i don't really care you know i wouldn't say that i'm like pansexual in the sense where i just like don't care at all and i do have preferences and for anyone questioning out there there's definitely nothing wrong with that because that's what i struggled with a lot was being like wow am i a shallow person but you're not you're and, not a shallow person and it's okay if you like a flag better than the other. <laughs> listen aesthetically speaking it's but aaron is right and also if you have a stronger preference that also does not invalidate your identity at all it is okay if you lean more one way than the other it does not diminish your identity and you are who you are 
I'm gonna button real quick. For the longest time, I didn't know that preferences were a thing. I didn't understand that having a preference doesn't make you not buy. I don't know if I said that yeah. right. Whichever way the correct way is, I pretend I said that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's just the, the fact that I didn't know that preferences still count. Yeah. There's, there's no follow-up to that, I just said okay. that weirdly. I think, you know, like, if you want to get really nitpicky, I think I, I wouldn't actually be by probably fall more into the label of omnisexual, but yeah. sometimes it just... Omni-man? <laughs> Wait, can we get the... Can we get wow, we didn't validate her gender like that, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think most... Well, I mean, everyone, pretty much, almost, who identifies as bisexual probably has at least a little bit of a preference. And if you don't, that's fine. But I also think, you know... That's another reason why uh, there's a lot of bad rep in the community is because, you know, it's like, oh, well, if you are like 10% attracted to women and like 90% attracted to men, then are you really bi? And there's like all that yes, stuff like that. And then there's also, the, there's also the the big, you know, everyone's seen it. Like, if you are a, if you're a woman and you're dating a man, are you really bisexual? Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah, that whole oh, argument is, like, really bad. Because, like, yeah. who cares if it's a small percentage? Because you still like that certain gender. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that was my, I guess, skill issue. Because I, I do have a preference towards women. <laughs> Overwhelmingly, but I still, there are still men. Yeah. that's And that's exactly how I... I would say I feel just like reversed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Like I remember I, I remember I struggled a lot in grade what would have would have been grade like eight or nine, I think. There was a moment where, you know, I, I was very much surrounded by friends who were also in the in the community and I had, you know, two of my friends were like had been dating for years and were and I was like, oh, I'm I'm questioning a lot because I was constantly surrounded by these like posts and these ideals that were like, oh, well, you know, I, I realized like, oh, I do prefer men like way more than women. And I would absolutely be in a loving relationship with a woman if given the chance. But I am so I, I definitely would would find myself attracted to men more. And so I went through this whole thing where I was like oh, I don't know what's going on. And I went for about, like, a few months. I, I was just like, yeah, guys, I, I think I am straight. Like, I think I, I should just go as the label straight to my friends. Because they were like, and they were like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, oh. And then, you know, a few years later, I got surrounded by all these people. And I I went to more pride events and I got more educated. And I was like, hey, No. I am still valid, and you are also valid, listener. That's a good message. Beautiful. Thank you, Tandra. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm rambling a lot because I didn't prepare my thoughts. But you know what? No, I think you're saying like really important stuff right now. That's how we know it's coming from the heart because it's not scripted like everything else we say. Come, coming from the far. Yeah, yeah we, we script everything. There's so much preparation, you can tell. Especially the awkward pauses <laughs> and, and the slow breathing on the mic. 
Yeah, just don't yeah all, all, all that stuff that, that gets cut out, so that way you, you don't have to suffer, but I do. I suffer for you. Can we mention that? <laughs> Can we mention the TikTok comment we got on our last Friday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah our, little, our little opening bit there, that was, if you couldn't tell, we were just making fun of the one we did last year. We put it on TikTok, and somebody just commented, like, this is really awkward. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my uh, 17 alt accounts. You know what? <laughs> to be fair, it, it was. was. <laughs> There's no shame in it. Sometimes stuff is just awkward. You just gotta own up to it and keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like being gay, it's awkward. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's awkward terrible. and it's wrong, but you know what? No, no, that's no. <laughs> <laughs> I have something just to kidding. add. Uh-huh. Alright, let's hear from um, Spooky, Spooky Con. So, before I found out I was trans, I was a lesbian. And then I was straight. And then I watched Supernatural. <laughs> the turning point. <laughs> and that was it, yeah. huh? Aaron had mm-hmm. that supernatural phase. Uh, Dean Winchester. Right, you know, Connor, you could tell us more about that if you want, because last year we um a bunch of us we like talked about like our coming out our coming out stories, like our awakenings and such. So please tell it tell us your favorite coming out story. I came out in front of a five guys. <laughs> Actually Let's go. That is, that is epic. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of funny. And then afterwards, I went in to get a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was summer. I was hanging out with friends. And I was like, you know, I think I'm trans. And they were like, oh, hey, that's cool. I was like, yeah, pretty cool. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a Coke. <laughs> what do you got there? A smoothie? <laughs> My gender. <laughs> <laughs> this pride I'm coming out is annoying. Yep, that... <laughs> I've oh. been annoying. Now, can I pull the line of, oh, Aaron, <laughs> I already knew. Wow. Oh, Aaron, it was so obvious. I knew since you were little. God, I'm sorry to anyone who has ever said that. Don't. <laughs> I am so glad, like, my mom did not say that to me when I came out to her. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. to be fair, like, I, I think I talked about this last Pride that I never actually technically came out to her. She was just like, you know what, what, if you, you can, you date whoever you want. And I was like, okay. Yeah, oh, Luigi. <laughs> you, you, I, she's... Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think I actually ever came out to her. I just remember one day, like, sitting in a parking lot with her and we were talking about, like, you know, I was talking about, like, one of my friends in middle school who had very, a very horrible experience with coming out with their parents and their parents kind of being like no you're not and then my mom was like it got very emotional and she was like i don't understand how parents can be like that and then she just kind of hit me with the like you know i want you to be whoever you want to be and i'm going to be proud of you no matter what and i'm going to support you through whatever so you know one day if you bring home your partner and they're a woman or a man or anything in between like i I will support you no matter what. And I was like, huh. And then I never, I, I think that was also kind of her way of, of being like, yeah, I, I know you're, I know you're questioning things right now. And I, I don't want you to have to make a big thing coming out to me because like, you know, I think that was kind of her way of saying like that. So I was like, huh. And then like a few months later, I was like, mom, I want to go to pride. And she was like, okay. And then she bought me my, my pan flag. And I was like, wow. We love your mom. Supportive mama. 
Uh, you want to get a flashback to when Aaron first joined the team, and we made her—I made her bio say the fruity one with without even considering the implication. We talked about that last time too. Did we actually? I think I don't know if it was the last podcast, but we definitely talked about it in us in one podcast. Probably real TCR on air fans, tell us what episode that was in because we don't remember. <laughs> yeah, your mom's kind of based for that. Yeah, yeah. your mom. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like there was something I was trying to say earlier. No. Something about invalidating your identity. <laughs> no. You would, you would never do something like that. No. Never. <laughs> Looks like camera. Guys, it was all a joke, okay? Uh, all these are purely theatrical. But there, it's all scripted, remember. It, it's true. Everything we say you need to take with a grain of salt because we're annoying and ironic. Yeah. But Listen, we're, we're we all do very, support you. We're, we're all very close friends, so we joke about stuff like this. So <laughs> About but invalidating each, each other because it's funny. God it's damn it, really Connor. Funny. You just can't give up the bit for a second, huh, pal? <laughs> what bit? I don't like any of you. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this is not a safe space because Connor hates us. But this podcast is a safe space for you. <laughs> so if you're... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, just get out of here before Connor gets you. You know what? I know where everybody lives. We, Actually, we just... I know where everyone lives. Go ahead, Aaron. We just, if you want, we won't like Connor. Look at the comments, so don't worry about being invalidated by Connor. <laughs> you know, put, put, you guys can put your lovely coming out stories in the comments. And if you're not out yet, and you have no plans on coming out soon, or you don't even know what your identity is yet, then that's okay too. And we still support you, and we won't let Connor know. So. <laughs> we won't let Connor. Oh, I'll find out. Con Connor's the the LGBT boogeyman. <laughs> I'm under your bed. Who was the who was the, like the horror monster who got put in the LGBT section on Netflix? The Babadook. The Babadook. Thank oh you. my god. Cool. The Babadook. Anyway, isn't, um... Isn't the Babadook trans or something? I don't... I think it was just... trans gay man. On that, on that oh. part. But speaking of, speaking of trans gay men, Connor, tell us more about you. <laughs> oh, God. Why are yeah, you guys laughing? Um, true. Well, it? actually, my preference is women. And non-binary people. Ooh, ooh, I'm both of those! Let's go! <laughs> so, um... I really, really like Luca and Gerard Way. Oh, good choices. He actually Luca, are you trans? talking about the movie Luca? Nah, I mean like Megunine Luca, the Oh. Oh, I see. <laughs> Why'd you say it like, oh, I see. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm I know. I simp for a fictional computer woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weirdo, okay? I'm quirky. Yeah, I knew someone was gonna make the Riverdale joke. <laughs> Let's get. I actually used to watch that show. Oh my god! Because you're I knew Jughead. I was wasting. I want okay. So many fair, people have called me Jughead. Is it asexual? The first season was actually decent. The yeah, first I season a was bit good. Of that. Second season was okay. Season seven, and then it was amazing. downhill from there. Is Welcome that the back one to TCR on air. Today we will be discussing Riverdale. Right, sorry, yeah. we're talking about pride and our identities and how they've changed and discovered. Is, is there anybody who hasn't gotten to talk about how they've changed since last year? 
Uh, I changed my pronouns. This is true, you did. I remember you had very a, recently. a whole little crisis. It wasn't very recently, dude. That was like six months ago, at least. What? Really? Yeah, man. Wow. Time moves. Huh. Dude. I actually, um, I, 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 did, I did some experimenting, I will say. Um, Experimental pill. You know what? I, I, I'm kind of, I, I don't really like talking about it be, sometimes because it's like, I, I don't know, it always makes me nervous to talk about because I'm like, oh, if I, you know, talk about how I experimented with different I- identities and stuff, it's like, oh, so you were just, you were just trying them out, you know, you were, and it's like, oh, but I, the truth is, is experimenting is, isn't a bad thing. And it's, it's a very important part of a lot of people's journeys. So I think, I think it's nice to normalize talking about it, but I, I definitely, you know, I thought, I think last year was, last Pride episode was the, around the time that I was like, huh, maybe I, I might be polyamorous. And uh, I, I did kind of go, you know, identify myself with that and for a bit. And honestly, I'm still kind of like on the, on the fence, on the spectrum with that idea, because it's like, you know, currently in, in the relationship I am in right now, I, c- I could never imagine myself being in a, like, polyamorous situation where one of us has multiple partners or we both have multiple partners. But, you know, I, I don't think one relationship dictates my identity, just like, you know, as I was saying, you can be in a a relationship with someone of the opposite gender and still consider yourself bisexual or pansexual or anything like that. So I don't know that stuff. I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence about, but I also did experiment with pronouns a bit, you know, for a while I was like, huh, maybe, maybe she, they sounds, sounds kind of nice. And, you know, I realized after kind of like going through that, I was like, you know, it, it doesn't really suit me. And that's one of the things I was like, oh, I don't like talking about this because it's like, oh, you just, you just were trying it out. But, but I think that's okay. So that's, that's how I've changed right now. I'm, I'm a little sissy, a little sissy gender, little sissy gender idiot, bisexual, basic, basic little loser. But, you know, I may, I may change in the future. And I think I've changed a bit since last Pride. So we'll see. I don't see yeah. anything wrong with like experimenting because it's one thing to think about it, but then actually trying it out and have other people refer to you as that thing that can really give you insight. Yeah. And how it, else are you supposed to figure it out if you don't like at least experiment a bit? Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's facts. Aaron was, Aaron, you were like just like, Gosh, like we need to give you the podcast mic and just like send you off because like yes. you're just you're spitting straight facts. You're spitting, yeah. Gay I'm, I'm going to stop with the spitting analogy. Oh yeah, there you go. Thank you. But it, it's it's very much true, and I still like I'm still not like a hundred percent sold. I really like the label gender fay, which is just like a yeah. side tangent of gender fluid, and it's just like it means like your identity is fluid to any concept of gender that isn't masculine so just like i feel sometimes i feel non-binary and just androgynous and sometimes i love to feel feminine and when i got into my place of work i introduced myself with she they pronouns and at work i am gender is constantly affirmed and it's so nice it's because like i 
it's just getting hearing people say it got me so used to it and I'm like this is right this feels nice yeah. so getting out there especially when you're going into a new environment when people meet you that way is like it's very very nice because gosh i don't know it's just, it's just really cool to hear and know people who exclusively know you the way you want to be known it's very cool very i mean cool. that's the thing is i feel like i i feel like uh people who identify as like non-binary and trans and stuff often get are are very like misunderstood especially by people who don't really understand like the spectrum of gender and sexuality because um a lot of the times it'll be like you know all the everyone's like oh everyone's everyone's going by she they now or everyone's going by they them now and it's like in a few years you're you're gonna change and you're gonna decide that's not what you want and that's honestly one of the reasons why i, I was very hesitant I, i've been very hesitant to talk about like uh, experimenting with pronouns a lot is because I don't want to be uh, considered that to some people. Like, I don't want people to see uh, non-binary people like how I was experiencing my gender and be like, oh, they're gonna be like everyone else and they're gonna experiment and then they're gonna realize that's not what you, what you want. But not everyone is like that. I am a very rare case and I still think experimenting is okay because i i genuinely was like maybe i would like maybe i would like to be referred to as as they them or she they and then you know when people actually use those pronouns for me i realized like it doesn't it doesn't suit me it doesn't feel like me and that's okay that's okay so don't even don't even stress. Experiment with what you want, and if people are being annoying and they're like, "Ah, oh, you change, you change your gender so much, you change your identity so much," just be like, "Hey, I'm trying to learn who I am, and I I wasn't privileged enough to you know know who I was right off the bat, and that is okay because people change, and that's totally fine." And you'll plus, it's none of their business. Are. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll figure out who you are in your own time, and you know whether that takes, whether you know who you are right off the bat, right, right when you're born, right when you can talk. Whether it takes, you know, your whole all your teenage years, or whether you don't figure out who you are until you're like fifty. That's that's okay. You know, you do you, and if people try to judge you, just be like, no, no, no. And yes. that's my wisdom. Aaron the Wise, damn! I don't want to take the, I don't want to take the mic that much. I just no, it's good. You're, you're pop off. Yeah, I'm you're popping off. <laughs> got thoughts. I've got opinions. I've got. I'm gonna confess. You're on, on live podcast. I'm a little sidetracked, being a little gay right now. So I, I appreciate you carrying the podcast. <laughs> Me and Ren are. What texting. are you up to? Texting Ren. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's a joke. It's not. I'm not. I am not texting Arma TCR. What? Hey. <laughs> that took you a hot second to register, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really did. I actually, I want, I want to quickly circle back to Erin mentioned how she's been kind of just like on the fence about polyamory because my whole story with it is is honestly a juicy one that we can we can get into. But the yeah. funniest part was when I was realizing and I was I was I was pretty scared because it's like. I feel like there's a lot of stigma, like social stigma around it. And so I was like, I was nervous and I'd only told like a few members. Like I remember Thomas and Risa, I messaged them both privately. I was like, lol, what if I was a poly lol? Like, no, like what? And they were like, 
yeah, okay, sure, pal. And then the next day, I was like, hey, guess what? And they're like, wow. And so, I was, and Aaron, you were gone for some well, reason. It was actually, it was really funny because this, I, I'm pretty sure this was just after I had gotten to a relationship, or maybe it was like just before, but that was kind of when I started realizing, like, oh, maybe I, maybe I wouldn't actually, I don't think I would actually be comfortable in a polyamorous relationship. So I remember when you were telling TCR, you were like, haha, hey, Aaron, guess what? Guess what I am? Yeah. And I was like, lol, I'm not. Yeah, no, we were in a voice call. And I was saying, like, you had been gone for some, like, for a few days, because I remember that's why, like, you were the one of the last people I spoke to. Yeah. And I, I messaged you something like, Aaron, like, we have a lot in common. Um, and then yeah, you're just sort of like, I was like, like, how did you really, like, how did you accept that you were poly? And you're like, oh, well, like, I don't think I am anymore, lol. <laughs> just shut down. Yeah, literally. That was like, ew, gross. What? That's well, not what was happening there. You're gonna, you're gonna contribute to a false narrative. It was, mu it was much worse, as we all know. That's, yeah, that was, that was a funny one. So that, that was like the only other big revelation and i don't really talk about it much because it's not really like something i pursue like i would I, I all i know is that i have the capacity to care for multiple people but in practice yeah. i have no idea how it would actually go so it's like it's not something that i'm ever seeking out um, yeah that's that well that's pretty much how i feel is i feel like you know I, I don't know, lately, like, and I, I mean lately, by lately, I mean, like, the past, like, year or so I've, I've been off and on, and it, it's kind of like, I, I don't know, I'm more leaning towards, like, I'm probably not polyamorous, because it's like, you know, while, while the idea of it seems somewhat fun and, like, enjoyable, it's like, just, it, the reality of, like, who I am and the type of person I am, like, how I how I control my feelings and how I feel about people and like how I am like not that I'm a jealous person but just like how I am like in that sense it's like I, I don't think that is a type of relationship that I could actually do in a healthy way like for myself and for others so it's like but I, I feel like I feel like polyamory is definitely one of the sexualities that gets the most negative rep especially yeah. from other people in the lgbt community just because a, a lot of people don't understand it and i think also especially like older generations they don't they don't really understand it because they think of polyamory in the same sense as like polygamy like what like mm -hmm. mormons do where it's like it's just one guy who has like multiple wives you know stuff like that and for some people that is what they like and that is they're able to do that in a healthy way for everyone but i think that's kind of what a lot of people see it as is just like oh it's you know it's just some person who doesn't can't handle one relationship and just wants everything for them for themselves or a lot of people see it as like cheating too and like yeah it's 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 definitely a difficult a difficult one to come to terms with and kind of learn about but you know we we figure it out i also feel like it's hard for like some people to want to come out just because of like how how big of a deal it seems for some people 
because some yeah. people are like, yeah, I want people to like accept me and I want people to be like, wow, I'm so proud. But other people are just like, but you know, most people are just like, oh, I don't want it to be like, you know, you don't want it to seem like people are celebrating because it's like, wow, you're a different person. You want it to be like, yeah, wow, it's you, you know who you are. Congrats. Yeah, no, basically all I want is people to just shut up. Yeah, and, people to be like, cool. Yeah, just be like, oh, okay, and then move on as if nothing happened except, you know, just get it correctly. Yeah. Sometimes people don't want to be in the spotlight, and that's okay. The poop light got him. You want to be in the yes. spotlight? Come on to our podcast, DCR. <laughs> I was going to do that, you little... <laughs> yeah, you've had enough podcast time, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, okay. You've talked too much. Yeah. Rambling. It's a nice breath of fresh air. I am rambling. I feel like most of the stuff I'm saying is rambling. Nah, it's it. I'd say it's cohesive. It makes sense. Let's it's go. It's based. I just zone out every time you open your mouth, so I don't really know. But yeah, no. The it's just that I I don't like the idea of like me saying whatever and then people being like, oh no, you don't have to do it that way. It's like, I said it th- I, I, I said this because I wanted to do it the specific way I said. I know that I don't have to do it the way that I yeah. want to do it, but that's how I want to do it. And then, I mean, I also people will probably, like, you know, like, you don't want people to be like, oh, you, you could have told us that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know. That's why I'm doing it now. You didn't have to make it a big deal. Big squeal, big squealing hog. Oh my god, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> okay. I did not mean that in a sexual way. Yeah, alright, we're moving <laughs> on. I'm very glad that pr- over time, more and more of the world's becoming more accepting. It sucks that there are certain places in the world that are somehow getting worse. Yeah. Um, not to name names, sure. but I hate Texas so bad. Mm-hmm. I hate... Yeah. All, all their awful laws of, like, denying trans kids, like, treatment and stuff. That's terrible. That's, like, literally the worst thing they could possibly do. Oh, God, they do that. I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's it's a new thing. Um, They're making it... I, I don't know if they're trying to make it, like, illegal. But there's a, there's a lot of awful people who think that doctors who treat um trans kids and give them hormone replacement therapy and stuff they think that they're unethical and that they're ruining those kids lives and stuff so they're trying to make it like illegal yeah and, you know it's good old texas the- well, because it's always it's the whole ideal of everyone's like well they're gonna change their mind and then they're gonna regret it okay yeah. let them make that choice yeah if somebody's going through with that they it would be weird if they didn't think about it thoroughly and deeply it, it's like getting a tattoo except it's much yeah, much exactly. much more important exactly well depending on the situation I, I, I don't ultimately i think you can sum up the whole argument with stop concerning yourself with other people's lives yeah. let people do what they need to be happy in their own bodies if they're not stop being terrible stop living in texas yeah, that, that's yeah. what I did. Yeah, these poor kids, like, trigger yeah. warning. That's going to cause, like, <laughs> higher suicide rates. Like, exactly. great way to solve the problem. Yeah, no, it's just because, the, the, like, the, there's a lot of thought that goes into it, and it's also very difficult to transition because of, like, all the stuff. There's a lot of steps that at, at, at any point you you also have to talk to psychiatrist to really... yeah. They'll be like, hmm, yes, you do have dysphoria. This would help you. Yeah. 
also i i did i as some of you may have known in the podcast i don't know if i i did mention it i lived in texas for like five years so i have a bunch of friends over there they are also very upset it's just like just because the the government does the stupid dum-dum that doesn't mean like the people there are also stupid dum-dum because like when i was living in texas it was a very accepting very extremely diverse place there was people from all walks of life all different types of races identities it was very diverse where i lived and it was very good it was kind of a shock moving back to canada well here specifically where we are because um white people (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking of something the same i forgot oh you're all good you're all good and when i would say white people i mean like there's like no no dive no racial diversity here <laughs> it's it's terrible but um our our unnamed state or not state province are you serious did i just say states or province <laughs> what's wrong uh, with you it's the ryan it's his american influence <laughs> um, <laughs> our our province was yeah we're in canada we just got doxxed our province was named the most gender diverse province in Wait, no, no, our city was named most diverse in the province. There we go. We don't get that big of an award, but it's still nice to know. And I think Team Code Red accounts for about, like, at least 5% of that, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, considering this is Canada, you could say it's full of special snowflakes. <laughs> oh, my. That's problematic. You're canceled. Yeah, I've already been canceled. <laughs> it is nice to know that we live in a place that is so, like, queerly dense if if that's the right way to say it i love when i'm at work um someone will come in and i just i just know like i'll be like i like your i like your hair wink (laughs) like um they'll come in they'll have like a mask with a pride flag on i'm like hey nice mask i like your shoelaces yeah (laughs) i I like your shoelaces that's a good one i guess the change from texas to canada was from racial diversity to gender diversity gender diversity yeah <laughs> it's either all white people or all gay pe- wait no this is all white okay you know what I <laughs> but it, it is it is really nice because it's like god i don't know grow i've grown up with so many of these people and i i often love the joke that thomas as risa and i we all met well, I'd known thomas before but the four of us all met together collectively in grade nine science class and Three out of four of us went in cisgender. None of us came out alive. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the the curse. I think Thomas just kind of like spread it like a like an STI to us. I remember when I when I came out to him, he hit me with the transgenderfication beam. Honestly, it was it was quarantine, especially that just was the heavy hitter. And you locked up in our rooms. I know it was during that time that Askmo was non-binary, and then I was like, oh, like. Alone with your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and as came out first, and I was like, "That's like, like I had never really related to like being a being a stinky little guy." And then as came out, and I was like, "Wait, that's an option." So then I was like, I started to explore myself, and then eventually I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not what I was born as. I'm not binary." And I'm like, maybe I'm a little more female leaning. And I know, like, I didn't see Risa through all of quarantine, and 
she got transgender during that time too. What what do I even have to say? All that time being alone and not having to present yourself to society just made everyone question themselves and give us depression too. Well, no, yeah, no. and I feel like um, I beat you all to the race. I feel like that's the thing is like a, a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's it's weird. Especially I find on like TikTok, right? Because people are so open about like everything on tiktok so i find a lot of people are like oh you know quarantine hit and all these kids became like chronically online and now everyone's presenting as as transgender or like everyone's bisexual and everyone's you know Thank but I, God. I, like, <laughs> I i just i hate when people say that because it's like no you know it's not that people saw other people online and were like oh i want to do mm. that it's that everyone had the chance because of quarantine to be alone and express themselves and research and be like see people online and see these identities and be like wow i actually i feel like that and there's no uh there's not that pressure of like being in public and having to present you know the way you think you're supposed to be and being around people especially in like high schools where everyone's so it's like uh blah 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 so it's like you know you have that chance to be alone and and think and do research and it's like wow i i know who i can be now so it's nice it's nice it is really nice and i'm so nice. proud for everyone listening to this who has who like during during the past few years has questioned themselves i'm really proud of you even if it had nothing to do with being locked in your room if you've explored yourself and you've learned yourself and you love yourself i'm proud of you and if you don't love yourself i hope you do soon because we love you and we will support you until you do love yourself because except, connor. except <laughs> my thoughts I, exactly yeah we minus connor will support you and it's it's not it's not it's not easy it's really not easy and even though we live in a really diverse place, there are still so many people who aren't cool. So you just don't worry about them. You just keep doing you. Like you, you can rock. My bad. Sorry. Wait, you said it, you'll you'll uh, love them until they love themselves. So you'll stop loving them after they. <laughs> well, love yeah. Themselves. I'm like yeah. I'm like a mama bird. I will I will love my baby birds until they can fly. In which case, they can handle it themselves. Yeah, it's always easier said than done, though. To I guess defy all the. The cringeness, mm -hmm. the, the the homophobia, the transphobia, whatever, yeah, whatever have you. Definitely, it, it's it's much easier to say to just yeah, keep going than to actually like do it in practice because because it, it is it is tough. Whenever... It is tough, but absolutely. As long as you've got a strong like group of people, then if you if you if you've got the girth, no, I okay. don't, and that's the problem. <laughs> Girthy. It's a very, very hard battle, but it is, like, the ultimate and sexiest battle to win. It is Absolutely. a worth battle. I mean, in a way, you're right, you know, technically speaking. What does that mean? Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, personally, I think the battle. hardest battle to win is the uh, boss battle from the Forest Temple in Ocarina of Time, but, you know, I guess, <laughs> that, one, I guess that one's pretty hard, too. Was there anything anyone else wanted to say to our to our to our fans to the lovely people, or do we want to move on to our next segment? Don't be gay. I am a building. Oh my god, Aaron! <laughs> don't, don't be racist. I am a building. I will haunt yes. your dreams. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm I was under thinking, all your beds. I was thinking. We should, let's do let's do a quick um 
recap of all the like, really good queer representation in media because we talked about how just like everyone's been on the internet and absorbing media and there has been a lot of really good representation on the media that i think we should yeah, give a like, little shout out like cast from supernatural going to super hell <laughs> no i said good representation <laughs> well i feel i haven't actually i haven't actually watched it or or, or actually i read the first book like forever ago but i i know heartstopper is a huge one. Oh my gosh yes i haven't watched it yet but i really really want to anybody Especially here watch heartstopper the uh, one scene i i've seen a lot of it like on tiktok a lot of people posting on tiktok and the one scene that i really thought was such a good representation uh representation in media stop was um <laughs> the one scene where I, be I believe his name's Nick. I believe Nick is the blonde one. Nick Nelson. Um, yeah, where he's taking the, like, am I gay quiz. <laughs> okay, yeah, I did see that. And it's like, oh, that's, so, like, I know a lot of people, I know you, like, see it, and it's supposed to be, like, or a lot of people see it as, like, a haha. he's, <laughs> you know, he's crying because he got 62% gay on the quiz, but it's such, like, it's so unbelievably accurate because I feel like if you are on the gender or like sexuality, like LGBT spectrum in any way, you've been in in his shoes where you're like looking up, "Am I gay? Like, why do I feel these ways?" And it's like, oh, such a good, such good representation. I'd say another huge, huge shout out. Um... To, to queer up in the media i'll let connor take this one because i think oh, yes. Con connor's hero gerard way is to thank for it to thank oh, for oh. It. oh yes in the umbrella in the, yes in the umbrella oh academy. the umbrella academy oh i love it so much it's one of my it's, favorite shows i got into it because like my chemical romance of course is one of my favorite bands and gerard way oh my god Holy crap! I actually, um, I, I actually have not seen the Umbrella Academy yet, but I did read the comics like forever ago. Ah, oh, the comics are in, so good as well. When I was in peak My Chemical Romance era. Well, Connor, tell, oh, us, my tell us about Elliot Page in the Umbrella Academy. Ah, uh, Elliot Page. Uh, his character is gonna be uh trans. You know, kind of to fit the actor as well. So that's cool. So I guess Ivanya will be Victor. But the season isn't out yet, and that didn't happen in the comics. But who cares? Because it's cool anyway. And exactly. Gerard Way is a Chad. Exactly, Gerard Way is a Chad. I'd um, like to talk about. Uh, oh. Oh no! Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Gerard Way was wearing shorts the other night at one of the concerts. I just <laughs> like to to point that out. Uh, That's okay. pretty good. Um. Yeah. Also on the topic of My Chemical Romance, I think we should also mention Frank Aero making binders. Yeah! Really? I'm so and excited! Actually educating himself and, and getting in contact with these brands and, like, instead of just looking up whatever and releasing them, like, he was asking people for advice and asking for their experiences and looking up, like safe ways to bind and such and such and i just like wow what a guy frank Iero, i love you so good honestly frank Iero is one of my favorite musicians and like oh, he's absolutely. such a big inspiration to me like he's just so great absolutely i've never met him but he seems pretty cool Abs. well i've never met him either but i, I wish. didn't think so he liked I one wish. of my once hmm. oh lucky wait 
It was like way back in the day. I just like replied to one of his tweets or something and he liked it. And I was like, wow. The closest thing I've ever got was uh, Melanie Martinez liking one of my Instagram comments and replying. Damn. Yeah, like 12 year old me, like <laughs> almost lost their mind. Holy. Okay. Um, any other notable um, representation in the media? Oh, I mean, y'all have. Yep, there it is. There's just Luzinamity. <laughs> there's Rain and uh, the Ida. Yeah. And hey, the... isn't um Lilith aromantic? Oh, is yeah. she? I didn't know that. Yeah. She's either cool. arrow. I, th- I think she's either arrow or ace, if not both. Yeah, Let's I think go. she's both. And then um, Gus is asexual. Let's go. And Luz is bi. Amity's a lesbian. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> I'm kidding. And hey, they kissed. They kissed. Sorry. They I did. Know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, I find it just hilarious that they just blew all of their animation budget on the kiss. Because you see, the kiss is animated just so perfect. Just oh, really well. It's so fluid. Like, it's it's like as well animated scenes. as the fight scenes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dana Terrace is sitting here like, hey guys, Disney gave us some extra budget. Do we spend it on fight scenes or gay people? <laughs> Based. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was, I don't know, like, when that happened, I couldn't stop laughing. And, oh, Disney, Disney, the hypocrites they are, made any attempt to try and capitalize on that scene, like, just by posting yeah. the clip on YouTube. Yeah. Screw Disney so bad. Because you know, you know Dana Terrace was like fighting goons in the hallway trying to get to Mickey's office with a baseball bat like, I'm keeping the kiss scene. He's like, Oi, no gay witches. I don't know how Mickey talks, so that was just like a twisted shaggy, but you get the idea. <laughs> this was technically 2021, I believe the game came out, but some of my favorite um, representation in the past few years is Bug Snacks. Oh, bug snacks is is very good and it's it's a very you're just like oh it's a cute game but they have a lesbian couple which is already established um a non-binary character and a gay couple that like comes to be a couple throughout the game as you play but one of my favorite things about Bug snacks, and I also I haven't actually seen the Owl House, but I believe the Owl House is also like this: is that uh, they don't make it a big deal. Like there's no, um, there's no in, in Bug Snacks. There's no like coming out scene, and there's no like, oh well, I I like you, but we're both guys, and like there's no there's nothing about the non-binary character, like no one being like, oh yes, they have different pronouns. Like, it's just, like, so normalized. And they're just, like, like the gay characters are just like, yeah, remember that time we kissed? Yeah, I thought we were dating this whole time. It's like, yes, this, yes! Well, were they? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The thing about the Owl House is, like, since the Boiling Isles is, like, basically, in a way, hell, it's kind of like anything really goes because they live in such an absurd world. Yeah. Honor, are you trying to imply that gay people go to hell? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is more of like in Chrome conspiracy corner, but well, not really. But you know, it, it, ancient Greece was fruity, but even, oh, yes, it was so gay. Um, even like when I was like growing up, obviously there wasn't. Well, I guess all of us 
there wasn't like gay representation wasn't really a thing and you didn't know about that because nobody would talk about it because you know gay bad and all that but it's just when you when you see the historical like, historical stories like, in, in ancient stories like the the greek gods and all that doing their stuff william shakespeare it is so fruity yep it is there's so much that there is you cannot tell me that there is no gay tension between mercutio and romeo or uh, yes or hamlet and horatio oh my god okay get this in english class um a few months ago i wrote a gay poem about hamlet <laughs> yes it was a soliloquy. I got an I got an A. Nice. Guess what? Guess what? Huh? I did the exact same thing. Yeah! <laughs> I even cut out a little fake mustache to put on my face, and I was like, "Oh yes, Hamlet, my good friend. Yes, yes, yes. I care about I him very much." I also got to play Hamlet. Yeah, the, the the teacher the teacher asked if she could uh, show it to future classes because she liked it so much. Yeah, Let's go. that is the highest. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like so. It's still obviously, it's still like a constant fight, and I, I respect like producers and filmmakers so much. Like all these people that push for this representation, especially like the producers of the Owl House and all that. And I, I just like I, my utmost respect to all of them who are like willing to mm. risk their jobs and fight to get this out there. But yeah. I just like. It's it really is amazing how far we've come with representation because like growing up like the only representation in media I can think of is like the le the two lesbian characters and friends who were just like the butt of the joke and the whole their whole existence was just like my wife left me for a girl uh, lesbians what yeah good old uh, Ross. And I do, I, I really love the, like, messages Heartstopper um, gives out, and I love, 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 like, how they go into, like, the struggles of, y you know, learning your identity and figuring stuff out, but I, I really love how normalized this representation has become, like, in Bug Snacks and The Owl House and everything like that, where it's, like, there you don't need a big coming-out scene, and you don't need... You don't need the character to be, like, beat up and sad all the time. And it's just, like, just let it happen, you know? It's yeah. so nice. I want to give a big shout-out to Stranger Things, and it's not a spoiler. Um, or at, le at least, if you're caught up, it's not a spoiler. Um, to, to, to at least until Season 4. You don't have to have seen Season 4. It doesn't matter anyway, because it's not big spoilers. But um, the character of Robin, I love her. Yes. And... This is like minor spoilers for volume one of season four. It's really not that big, but her friendship with Steve is so important because for one, to like, cause she, she's gay and it's awesome rep. But to me, what's even more important is her friendship with Steve because he's literally just a straight guy from the eighties who is her best friend. And he like, it's not like all of the main characters are accepting and stuff. Cause it's the eighties. Like we, yeah. we like these characters, but for all we know, like half of them are homophobic, but Steve like. loves loves robin as a friend and like protects her like he he doesn't there's like so many scenes where he's like you know i would date robin but she's um busy right now like, he he never outs her he's like he's such a good friend to her and, he and protects also her like her. considering the fact too 
like especially season one like his character was that he's like the popular douchebag like he's so like you know you'd so expect him to be the one that would like bully gay people but yeah like uh, genuinely though rot in in season three robin's coming out scene with steve is like one of the most like one of the most the most emotional i've ever felt during any coming out scene in any film because it was just so it, it was perfect because it's like you know they acknowledge that it's like a weird thing at the time to like hear and it's very like out there and they they acknowledge that it's not something that you would expect to hear but they don't make it a big deal and it's just so it's so nice because she you know she's obviously very emotional and she's very hesitant telling steve because she's like it doesn't know what to do because it's so not normalized, but it's so, like, he's just okay with it. Like, he's a little confused at first because he's like, oh, I see, but he's just so, ah, it's so nice. It takes him so Steve. long to get it. <laughs> it takes him so long. It's, I love Steve, I'm a Steve, I'm a Steve stan yeah. till the day I die. Now, as, my favorite as for Will, um, Will's, Will's an interesting one. At the time of recording, uh, Volume 2 isn't out. It probably won't be even when this episode is out, because I think that's, like, what, July 1st? It's July, um, yeah. Yeah, so it won't be. But uh, there's a... You can't deny that Will Will is also gay, so we're going to see how that turns out, because he has he so clearly has a crush on Mike. And it seems like they're building up to that reveal, and, oh boy, <laughs> I don't know what's... Where, uh, well, where, also, where I, I could be, correct me if I'm wrong, like, I could be totally wrong about this, but I'm I'm pretty, I feel like I did hear, this isn't really spoilers, because it's just something they put out, but I'm pretty sure I did hear that, like, they will explicitly say Will is gay, like, come volume two, like, not, like, beat her on the bush, just be like, yeah, he's gay, and, like, say it, and I think, if they do that, I I think that is very important, because that's the one thing that representation is really really lacks a lot is that you know mm -hmm. you're getting to the point where people are more comfortable showing gay characters and and trans characters and stuff like that but they're still so hesitant to say the word gay and lesbian yeah, and trans. Right? like like <laughs> absolutely so yeah just just a little shout out to stranger things because robin's a really amazing steve is a really great character to contribute to her arc there and um yeah will byers is gay real so that, that's all I had for now, if anyone else wants to go. I'll just be talking about writing decisions and stuff. <laughs> now, of course, I'm not a professional. Take my, take my opinions and my advices from my, ex my limited experience with a grain of salt, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not anything special. But your teacher wanted to read your piece to future classes. Yeah, you're right. Okay, um, I am the greatest of all time, and all of <laughs> you should bow before me in my literary might. Oh. Yes. So it's like representation and all that. It it is. So we were, we were talking about like representation and all that. Yeah, the, the fact that they that some of the some of the media they make it a big deal when it just. It just shouldn't be. Well, 
it obviously yeah. depends on the situation depends on what you're writing about depends on like what the purpose is like if the whole purpose is somebody going through an identity they're learning about themselves and all that it, it depends on what you want to do yeah. at the end of the day execution is what makes something good or bad if you execute it poorly i wow it, it's yeah. just like if, if you know what you're doing you you can pull it off but if you don't know what you're doing then yeah no it's not gonna work but it's just the, yeah. the fact that they maybe it's just me because i'm not I'm, I'm not a person that likes celebrating stuff like that because it's just like mm -hmm. it's not necessary it, it's not important yeah let me clarify because that doesn't sound good <laughs> <laughs> It, it it's not important as in it, it it it's not like oh I am I I've 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 I, I'm a completely different person I'm from an entirely different dimension. No, this is who I am. I'm putting I'm telling you I'm giving you information of I'm putting this on the table. This is me and this is how I'm going to be and deal with it. Yeah, it's not. The person isn't doing it for other people. They are doing it for yeah. themselves. And that's what matters. That's the most important part is that they yeah. do it for them. I agree 100%. And especially the most important part is that they're not doing it to be validated because they're already them validating themselves. Them being validated by themselves is all that matters. Them knowing what they are. Yeah, my opinion with that is like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this properly. Like, obviously, there are, um, there are exceptions, but especially when uh, there's definitely times where I, I think it's very important to show issues and like like that and make yeah. it a big make like coming out uh, seem like a big deal, especially in things like Heartstopper and Love Simon and stuff like that, where it's like that's the whole point is how hard it is. Yeah. Um, but I feel like representation wise, especially in kids media because we're trying to make that's the whole thing is like we're trying to make it more normalized in kids media because it is normal and it's not a big deal and we want kids to understand that is that i think it's very important to have subtle representation like that like in the owl house where it's just like wow these two are a couple and they're both girls and it doesn't need to be a big thing and we don't need characters being homophobic or anything like that because it's not needed because that it's imp it's so important to have this representation out there to kids, but I don't think kids should be subjected to things like uh, like those homophobic ideals and stuff because that makes it less normalized for them. Because then they, you know, if there's like a whole scene in a show where it's like two gay people are getting together and then they make it such a huge deal and they make it a character being like you know what, I'm I'm gay, and that's, like, my whole thing, then they're gonna be like, well, why is that, why does that have to be a big deal, you know? Like, why, it, it makes them think that, it, it comes across the idea that, like, gay people are still different from mm -hmm. straight people. Yeah. And I don't so think many shows do that. Oh my I God. don't think that's, and I, I think there's it shows where that is so, so, so important to put stuff like that and put struggles, but I think especially, like, shows like that it should be more normalized so these like young impressionable kids aren't like wow these people are different from us they're just like oh those two girls are a couple so it must be normal and it's something that's okay yeah definitely. yeah I, I hope i worded that properly because like you know you did i i do agree with that 
homophobia and all that 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 does exist discrimination does exist but there's a time and place for it and you have to do it right yeah whenever you're showing it off okay that doesn't sound well you get what i mean whenever, whenever i i know exactly what you mean yeah but you know um, people definitely go through those things of where like parents don't accept them and all that it is also important to show people overcoming that and being like you know what no screw you you're not my parent because you don't accept me for who i am i'm not going to deal with you anymore yeah and i mean i i kind of want to like reiterate too because i feel like i i maybe worded it wrong like i don't think that we should stop putting like things in kids shows where it's like we are gay and we're proud to be gay because i think that's awesome i just think like it should get more normalized in most things but I think actually one thing I didn't mes mention that was amazing for representation that I think was incredible that they were even able to do this was the Pride episode they did for Blue's Clues. Oh, what? Really? I don't know if anyone saw that. I had no idea that happened. That was, I believe it was last Pride they had in, because Blue's Clues is still going, they had a whole special episode that was about them going to a pride parade and they had a, a drag queen guest star who was the host for it and i think that is incredible that they did that and i i have no idea honestly how they were even able to do that because people are so sensitive about what's put on tv especially like especially i was actually astounded that they were able to get a drag queen guest star because like, like yeah. so many people are so against like drag queens being or kids being exposed to drag and stuff like that so i, I think that was amazing yeah damn blues clues doing it right yeah popping off popping off Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It kind of goes back to the whole Texas thing. Because, like, the whole reasoning why they banished trans people is because it infringes on Christian beliefs or whatever. And yeah, that's the most stupid, asinine thing ever. Because people need to understand, they especially, they, this obviously doesn't go for just religious nuts, but just people that are, well, for, first of all, don't push your ideals onto other people that don't want it yeah. like just just in general doesn't matter if it's like your religion your lack of religion whatever doesn't matter don't force people yep, yep. but uh, also the world doesn't revolve around your beliefs yep speak <laughs> speak just because somebody's trans or somebody's gay or whatever have you that is not an attack on your religion or whatever mm -hmm. your belief is. That is somebody being themselves, and if you don't like it, cope. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Fact. Fact. I think if mm -hmm. everyone could understand the simple concept of if it doesn't concern you and they're happy, leave them the alone. Especially yeah. the fact that do whatever you want, you won't be able to change their mind. You can't whatever you yeah. do you can't you 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 have no effect on that you, you won't you have no control over them you can't just yeah. tell them mm, no that doesn't change anything you're accomplishing nothing yeah their reaction to oh just let people be themselves is gonna be oh they're gonna <laughs> expose future generations and cause more problems like no that's not even true you idiots <laughs> yeah 
And uh, yeah. like, this is kind of um, a case of arguing with fools, kind of does absolutely nothing because those people aren't going to listen to this. Well, if, yeah. mm-hmm. if, if, if people hear this stuff, then they're not going to change their mind. Just yeah. like how people aren't going to change their mind if those same discriminatory people are like, hey, um, stop that. And the, the people that I identify against that, they, that's not going to change them either. But it's just yeah. the fact that you're going to have to deal with the fact that people aren't all, don't all succumb to whatever bubble you're in. People have different opinions, people are different, and you're going to disagree. And you're going to have to deal with that because that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Facts. But some implementation of LGBT characters is obviously absolutely terrible. But it's yep. just the fact that some of them, they make it so... And it's it's not even like old executives and all that that, that do this. It's also like, I guess, the DeviantArt people. I guess amateur writers or whatever, whatever have you. They make a character's identity, their whole personality, and that's all that they are. Yeah. That's not that's not good. That's not good writing. That's not a good character. That's a boring character. And like even you I'll put it a bit into perspective. If 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 you look at a straight character that's like it's a womanizer for lack of a better term, but it's like the, their whole thing is like, ha ha, I like women. That's also incredibly boring. Don't do that. Yeah. You can say Moneta. It's okay. But just just the, the fact that like it doesn't work for a straight character. It's not gonna work for your. Yeah for an LGBT character because, well, guess what? Actually, I'm gonna, this kind of segues into another point. It's just like the fact that sometimes gay couples are treated differently and it's like a weird thing when it's not. It's a normal thing. It should be treated as a relationship because that's all it is. It's just love. And I mean that like writing-wise. It shouldn't be like this foreign thing. It's like, oh my gosh, oh, these two men are in love. What do I do? Write a romance. It's not that difficult. It's the same thing. It's just two people that are in love. It isn't, yeah. it's, it's not that deep. And I mean, it also like harms, like, obviously I'm not saying these people are in the right because they're absolutely not. But I mean, it also harms the LGBT community in itself because all these people have this, like even people who are accepting of the LGBT community, there's like that whole thing that's like, oh yeah, I accept gay people and i understand gay people i just wish they wouldn't push it in their faces and i hate when gay people make being gay their whole identity and obviously that's a stupid that's a stupid argument and who cares and i think characters in shows and movies and such should absolutely be allowed to be proud and have those moments where they're like yeah i'm gay i'm proud of being gay but it's like if you're making their whole character just that they're gay or like just it's like all you're doing is like pushing that ideal and making all these people who think like that just it just confirms their opinion because they watch a show that has representation and all they see is that being like shoved at them with that character and it's like yeah stop 
Yeah, no, definitely. It's just the... Um, it, it all comes down to execution again. It's like, you, you, can have a, you can have characters that are proud of being who they are. And that's that, that's absolutely fine. Like more more power to you. Definitely do that. It's it's especially powerful when your world or whatever situation they're in. That's also it, it would be a good thing there because you know they're going against the homophobia or discrimination, whatever, what have you. Especially if if your setting is in a historically homophobic time, that that's especially powerful. I also think, like, obviously this is just my opinion, but I also think that's one of the reasons why uh, gay men specifically are, like, so fetishized in media, especially with, like, young people growing up, is because, like, they're like, I want something with representation, and they watch this show that just has, like, this character that's gay, and their whole personality is just like, I want to hook up with men, blah blah blah, and I think that just, like, makes them be like, oh my god, gay men kissing each other are so hot it's like no yeah, we no. we don't want to be sexualized we don't we just want to be people stop just treat us like people it's like it, it, it treat it like you would any relationship and i mean yeah. people have personalities their personality isn't gay they just happen to be gay or they happen to be trans or they happen yeah it, it it's just a, a a side note yeah you know it, it it's about as i guess as meaningless as their eye color or their hair it's just part of them and that's how it is oh okay wait i have one story about when i was younger i had i wrote in this like couple ship on my arm and it was like a gay couple it was kageyama and hinata and hinata and yeah. And then I wrote down Kagehina on my arm, and my dad was like, oh, what's that mean? And I was like, um, it's a ship, and I was trying to be honest, and he was like, oh, you <laughs> he thought it was a boat. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, you learning that in class or something? I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> we are learning oh, about gay people. Oh, actually, <laughs> seeing as you connected it to school, sex ed should have... Uh, yes. LGBT stuff incorporated into it because yes, 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 yes. it fits absolutely perfectly because you know you're learning about your body, you're going through some changes. Identity should be part of that, and yeah. I, I would honestly, I wish I had that when during the sex ed course because that would have been really helpful, especially for people that are questioning or don't even know about it. J j just yeah. being like, huh, that's an option. Well. An option of identifying. Like, okay, you, you know what I mean. I, I don't mean like, hmm, yes, I would like this and that and mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I mean like, oh yeah, no, that's that's yeah, okay. I see that that that's a thing I that, that I'm able to identify as. I don't know if I had anything else, but it it, it it's just like don't make things too big of a deal unless, of course. Well, as with all generalizations, there is always an exception. If yeah, you think absolutely. that it, if if you think it would work, that definitely go for it. Just know know what you're doing. Don't don't be reckless about it. Cool. Well, I think that's that's just about all the time we've got. Unfortunately, um, I'd love to hear Emma make more weird noises, but you'll have to tune in next time for um, yeah. here on air, where we'll just give you like. Patreon content of Emma making her noises for like <laughs> ten minutes straight. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone wants that. No offense, Emma. Except for maybe the Emma fans. Yeah.
Yo. Exclusive members create exclusive noises. I'm like the number one ever. I actually yeah. don't, hey. I don't I don't like where any of this is going. Thank <laughs> you so much for listening to this special episode of TCR on Air. It's a very long Once again, one. yes, this has been a long one. So thanks thanks for sitting with us. Um, we appreciate your support. We support you. We hope you support us. Um, once again, we apologize for Connor's um, intolerance. We're, we're, we're teaching him. Yeah, um, <laughs> But truly, thanks again for spending this time listening to us. And also, this Pride Month, make sure, make sure that we are... Uh, I mean, hey, you're supporting a, a queer business by listening, so pat yourself on the back. But not too big of a pat. Don't get cocky, kid. You can, you can pat yourself on the back once you give us money. That'll be really supporting us. I'm just kidding. Uh, but again, thank you. And make sure, make sure to do your research because we have some very, very important, powerful people to thank for Pride Month being a thing at all. And for us to be able to sit here talking about it is like, you wouldn't have been able to do this um, not so not so long ago. So let's just make sure that we, we know where we're coming from and that we are embracing ourselves and having a great, great Pride Month. So if you're listening to this, gay rights, I love you, and yeah, that's all I had actually. Just those two things. Lame.